Are you looking for a podcast with some life tips? Do you need some uplifting and encouraging words? Or maybe you're looking for someone to just be a listening ear to whatever struggles you may be facing day to day. Well, this ain't it. Come join myself, Serzo, and my co-host, Poochie, as we tell you like it is and give you our unsolicited opinions that you probably didn't ask for. Whether it's about religion, relationships, the workplace, entertainment, social justice, or even baby mama drama, someone has to tell you something. Why not let it be us? Join us every other Sunday on the Lobby Podcast as we take on topics that you didn't even think about. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Lobby. I'm your girl, Poochie, along with my boy, Sir Zoe, who's in the building. Welcome, welcome. Um, If you are new here, welcome. And I hope you guys enjoy the episode of the Lobby. Right. So today's topics, we'll be talking about marrying, dating, a friend's ex, and how do you handle a parent dating? Does the child have a say as to when or who the parent dates? Yeah. That's a, that's a yeah. lot. That's yeah. a lot. <laughs> Pretty interesting <laughs> topics, but we're here for it. So uh let's let's get right into it. And let me ask you first, have you ever been in a situation where you was dating or uh someone was dating your ex? Been in that okay. situation before? So I've never, to my knowledge. To your knowledge. Um, <laughs> dated. I like that. Too. Uh, right. So my knowledge dated a friend's ex, but I have had um, a friend that has dated someone I used to date. I wouldn't say an ex um, because we were never kind of like boyfriend, girlfriend or dating heavily. Um, I had met him through a friend of mine and because my friend was actually dating his friend. So um, I had met him and, you know, he wasn't really my type to begin with, but you kind of, you know, kind of see where things go and leave. Went on a couple of dates and, you know, I wasn't really like feeling him. And I think because I was kind of like out of relationship. So I was kind of like, you know, wanting to date and not necessarily be serious about anyone. So before you get into going further, is there such thing as a girl code like there is a, a guy code? Yes. To where you, you're not supposed to do that. Yes. So I, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think there is a girl code, but the way the situation went, um, I didn't really mind because I think that my friend actually followed the girl's code because um, now I don't, I'm, I'm a type of person. I really don't ask questions about anyone's personal, like the dates and being all, you know, I spy and investigative. I'm not really like that. So, um, you know, I had stopped talking to the guy or whatever. And I don't, I don't know. I'm so bad at dates and time periods, but <laughs> it was a, it was a little while after. She was like, hey, like, I just wanted to ask you um, how you felt about, you know, me talking to so-and-so. Okay. Um, you know, she asked, you know, she wanted to get my opinion about it, uh, which I thought was was cool. 
Um, you know, I think if I had feelings for him, I would feel a little bit different. Okay. If I if I thought that it was, or if we were like dating for like a long period of time, or or a significant amount of time, like months, I think I would feel like a little bit different and be like, mm, not so much. Especially if you know there was like some intimacy that was going on, but you know we we didn't even hold hands to be honest. Like <laughs> it was more like. You know, you know, I kind of oh. liked who I liked, and I, I really didn't, you know, he wasn't really, you know, got my, gotcha. my taste. So right. that's how mine would. It wasn't horrible. It what it definitely is not like this Porsche situation that I've been hearing about, which is absolutely <sighs> ridiculous, and is 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 kind of hard to to not say that she she broke she really broke the girl code. Like this, this is a little bit more, this is definitely more scandalous than my, um, my situation because the timeline just does not add up. And the, you know, for you, for you guys who don't know Portia, we're talking about Portia Williams. She's one of the um, stars from the Real House, Housewives of Atlanta. And she recently got engaged to uh, a guy named Simon, and I don't want to mess up his last name, but I'm going to try it. Simon Guabadia. He's not, they believe he's Nigerian. And he was recently married to a co-host of the show, another star female of the show. And it just so happened that when this other young lady, Fallon, was introduced into the show, she was introduced as being Portia's friend, which makes it even that much more weird. Right. And the story kind of goes to say that Fallon and Simon recently filed for divorce in January. The divorce was finalized in April. So when we hear about this, about this news, <laughs> Next thing we mm-hmm. hear is that he's engaged to Portia, his his now wife's friend, because he's still not, you know, he's, he's still running around trying to do his thing. But he's now engaged to her. And when she puts it on Instagram and Twitter and all that kind of stuff, she says that they've been um, engaged for a month. So it's only May. <laughs> so I don't know how the timeline works for them, but there's some fishy stuff going on. Yeah, that. they must have a Chinese calendar. They they count these <laughs> dates on the Chinese calendar because it just does not add up. And I I love love. I love the thought of love. I love you know, people finding their soulmate. Right. Um, I get it, but this just seems a little fishy because she is so overly happy about them being together. She said he makes her so happy. Um, I think that um, ice sculpture that she has on her finger has a lot <laughs> to do with that happiness. Exactly. And the $40 million that this man is worth has a little bit to do with that happiness. So, a bit more. A bit. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, I'm trying to figure out how, how can you be so happy after only a month to right. say that you're ready to get engaged to this man. Not only are you getting engaged to him, 
He just divorced your friend. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out, and she's talking about, you know, she don't care about the optics and all this kind of stuff. I mean, for real, <laughs> you you just who knows how many if you was jumping in this man's bed while they were still together. That Something I think, yeah, before. yeah, I think so. I I think that. You can't tell me there was no googly eyes. There was no something across the table. There was no something had to have transpired for them to jump so headfirst into this relationship and then being public about it. Uh, a, a month, thirty days is is that honeymoon stage? I barely right. know. You know, I, when I was dating, thirty days was you getting to know that person. And you still don't know them at the end of the day. You really don't know anybody until you live with them. Exactly. Exactly. So, I don't know. It's just, to me, I think that they was doing a little something, something before. Yeah, because 30 days, I mean, really? Yeah, 30 days Mm -hmm. is, shoot, you got 30-day tags, you know. (laughs) You got 30-day eviction notices, you know. (laughs) Like, that's the thing. I do. I mean, for real, 30 days and you in love, you so in love that you're going to get engaged. Now, I, I, let's put aside that she's in love. Let, let's assume that's that's all true. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to believe it, but let's assume she's so madly in love with this guy and all of that. Why couldn't this be put on a back burner for a little while? Because you just found out he just divorced your friend. Right. That in itself should cause for pause. Right. So I'm not I'm not sure that she was innocent in this at all. Mm-hmm. And you know the, the guy, he he gonna be a guy. He got yeah, he a forty million dollar man. He think he got every woman that's gonna come to his foot and just bow down to him. So he don't care. Whoever comes to him, he's gonna take it. If he's gonna give it to him. Right. right. So she, I don't think either one of them are innocent of this. Now, I kind of feel bad for the ex-wife because now she has to look at it. Exactly. If, she got to look at this girl and Portia and be like, I can't believe she took my husband. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. too, just too much for me. It's just too much. It's just too much. But we'll see. I mean, let's put a little wager on how long. <laughs> Well, How long this this is gonna last? I put a year. I put to it at twelve months. I put twelve months. Okay, on. okay, okay. I'm gonna we'll I'm see. gonna flip I'm gonna flip a coin, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna raise you thirteen months. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna raise you thirteen months. How about that? That's yeah. where we're going. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be interesting. This is gonna be very real interesting. I mean, because yeah. he made it, he only made it two, he was married to his um, previous wife. It sounds so funny saying previous wife because he just divorced her, but mm-hmm. he was, he was married to her for only for, for um, two years. Yeah. And it, it didn't, we can't, we haven't found out yet why they divorced, but two years and $40 million couldn't keep her or him happy mm-hmm. or together. So what is she going to do? I mean, you got to remember too, Portia was married. Um, to an ex-football player before. Yeah, he was controlling. And you know, I mean, I don't want to put um, stereotypes on African or Nigerian men, but they have a tendency to be very controlling as well. They do. They so do. I, I'm just wondering if she's going to be 
in that same boat that she was before because it took her a while to get over her marriage um you know everything that that went on with that because she was very she had to go through counseling i mean it it hindered her a lot so it, it's a right. while so i mean we'll see but then again is maybe that's what she's used to and she feels like that's the only thing that she can attract maybe because you know she just repeats that cycle you see a lot of women that do that same thing they'll they'll leave one guy after he done cheated on her about 50 times and then the next guy she gets does the exact same thing. You yeah. kind of get what you're what you're attracted to. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just sometimes that's just what happens. Yep. Until you change some standards. Right. You gotta change yeah. the standards. That's what's gonna happen. You gotta say, I will not accept that. The oh double is a lie. Doggone <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So, so what's next? What are we gonna talk about next? Well, I wanted to uh kind of break break away from this for a quick second and uh give you some new a new segment I'm gonna call it news you can't use. News you can't use. Okay. Yeah, right. News you can't use. I'm excited. I'm excited. So um you gotta be open minded for this now. Okay. Because it's it's exactly what it says. It's news that you can't use. <laughs> However, it is news. Okay. I just want everybody to know that we did not like rehearse this. Like this right here. I have no idea what he's gonna ask me. I have no idea like exactly. what's going on. So and that's on that's on purpose. <laughs> that's done on purpose. Okay, let's go. So first story, I got three stories for you. Okay. First story. A Long Island man tried to fake his own death by creating a fake death certificate to avoid a jail sentence. He even had his wife show up to his court date to show the judge his death certificate. At first glance, it looked authentic that it was from the New Jersey Department of Health's Vital Statistics and Registry. But then the judge noticed that the word registry was misspelled. (laughs) (laughs) I looked even closer. The judge also saw that they used different size fonts and different fonts throughout the fake death certificate. they went and picked him up and put him in jail for his warrant that he had and then he got another four years for faking his death that's some news you can't use that's some news I can't use because (laughs) it it doesn't make any sense like if you're going to do something you got to go all out I mean like have a magnifying glass you You got to seal somebody come proofread this you got to yeah and then for him and the wife not to notice that the fonts were different. Yeah, I'm so disappointed in the story. I'm oh really, really disappointed. Yeah, I can't use none of that. I can't. I can't take apart. I can't. You can't do nothing with no that. ideas. <laughs> not with that one. Okay, here's another one for you. Two Florida drug traffickers. They were pulled over in Florida for driving 95 miles an hour on the interstate. The driver was um, pulled over and he was being difficult with the cops. So when they pulled him over, the officer asked him for his driver's license. Then at the time that the officer asked for his driver's license, he started to smell marijuana coming from the car. So, of course, you know, when you start to smell marijuana, you kind of give the cops more room to ask more questions. So the cop asked them, is there anything else in the vehicle that I need to be aware of, weapons or drugs or any paraphernalia? 
and then he asked for his permission to search the vehicle. Of course, the driver reluctantly obliged, but then he allowed the officer to search his vehicle. When the officer searched his vehicle, right in the back seat, he found a, a big bag with 75 grams of methamphetamines, 1.36 kilograms of date rape drug GHB, one gram of cocaine, three grams of fentanyl, 15, uh, tab 15 tablets of MDMA, whatever that is, and other drug paraphernalia. Now, that wasn't the kicker. The kicker is, to top it all off, the bag that they had it all in was labeled bag full of drugs. You know what? <laughs> you, now you know what? This don't make no damn sense. <laughs> Who in their right mind? And they even had a picture of it. I looked at it. it had a picture of it online. It was a pre-printed bag. And it had a bit nice and pretty. Mm. Bag full mm. of drugs. How dare you? Know, you know these are not professional people. Because first of all, everybody knows that when you have that type of anything in your car, that you need to go the speed limit. Hell, That's under... Right. Exactly. Because you don't want no cause for somebody to pull you or the cops to pull you over because you know exactly that that You're marijuana sure. smell is potent. You can smell it up the street. Yes. Through so, other. Mm. So. I can't use nothing in that store. I, I can't, can't learn. I can't learn. No. no, no, I can't learn. Did I um? Did I make it dumb? Yeah. Okay, I'm, let, me, let me dumb you down a little bit more. Okay, just a little bit more. Okay. Here's the last, here's the last one. So a Colorado lady that is, she is called, the, she's a leader of a cult. And the cult is called the Love Has One Cult. Okay. Mm -hmm. She calls herself Mother God. She also says that she has been reincarnated 534 times. And one of those times is when she was actually Jesus Christ. Oh, she even remembers being hung on the cross. However, she was just recently killed by two of her cult members in her own house. Who in the shit knit would call themselves Mother God and say that they know that they was Jesus Christ at one point? Yeah, I mean, when the shiznit, right? Somebody crazy, somebody crazy, and someone. I mean, when you in those cults, though, you be so like, I mean, it's really like a brainwashing, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, definitely. she she thought of who she, I, who she wanted to be, and she made it up. In, but you, if you think hard enough about some stuff, you would swear that it would happen, it happened. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, so she she probably meditated on this and everything because she was sure, what, sure. And what's so funny about it, the you know, further in the story, when you try to find out why these guys, these two guys killed her, it was because while they was in a cult, she would deprive them of sleep. So every time they would, they would uh, fall asleep, she would send somebody over there to wake them up. So they could never really get sleep. And they was like that for like weeks at a time. Mm. So she would go get her beauty sleep. But she would have somebody like running shifts to go wake these guys up every time they dozed off. I wonder what, what was the purpose of doing that? It was, it's a control thing. 
It was just a control thing. That's all that was. Just a control thing. I tell you right now, you try to keep me keep me awake. Listen. Look. <laughs> I I tell you right now. Right. <laughs> you ain't seen grumpy. I'm a napper, so you already know. I'm I take a kindergarten nap in a heartbeat. I don't care. I, I, I sure would. I'll yeah. fall asleep in a heartbeat. <laughs> When I say all the time, how you fall asleep? I say, I'll fall asleep anywhere. Right, me too, me too. I I remember I not not I remember because it just happened like uh, two weeks ago. I went to this. I found this really good like massage feet place. Mm-hmm. I fell asleep when he was massaging my feet. Like I really I don't fall asleep in like public places with people around, mm-hmm. and I think I felt so comfortable because they set you up in like your own room. Oh, um, okay. you in like a little recliner chair. You got somebody rubbing your feet and rubbing your neck and your shoulders. Boy, I was mad. You better make sure they don't go through your wallet. Man. Listen, I, I, I have my wallet like tucked tuck on my left, tucked to the left, mm-hmm. tucked real tight to the left. But uh, yeah, but that's the stuff. I don't know. I just felt so comfortable. And I was like, wow, I can't believe I slipped like that because I feel like I was slipping. Because <laughs> I could have got my ass. <laughs> so I'm drinking some Red Bull next time I come because I can't listen. I can't. But uh, yeah. Oh my god. It was very. It was. It was very. Uh, it was very relaxed. I did. I did fall asleep. I can fall asleep in the car. As soon as we hit the interstate, I'm out. Like yeah. Mm. I would have butter her ass too. Yep. I sleep. Shoot, my eight hours. Exactly. Exactly. Ah. There's your news that you can't use. Definitely news, because I didn't gain nothing from <laughs> those fine. stories. That Don't was entertainment. Make it down for a moment. <laughs> right, right. Oh my goodness. Okay, so next topic: parent dating. Right. Mm. How do you handle a parent dating? And this is a parent. Mom, dad, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, divorced, widowed. Um, how do you? I guess what? Mm, what right does the child have? Nothing. Does the child have? <laughs> Nothing. Go sit your tail down somewhere. <laughs> Get out of my business. And a lot of... Nothing. Let me take <laughs> Go sit down. Go sit down somewhere. Go Listen. sit down. Get your life. That is, that is like, that's a touchy subject to some people, though. It's really touchy, and I tell you why. Only because I'm currently living in the situation. Um, <sighs> Yeah, and it's not like me being the one that's like with a million questions and mama you can't do this and mama you can't do that. that's not really me right that's more of my siblings but but she growner than grown she's she's very grown she's definitely very grown but i think it's more of because my dad passed away in 2016 right okay so they were um together since the time they were 14. Okay. So very young. So everybody knew 
um, Poochie and Charlie Poo, because that that was her that was her nickname. Um, and that was his nickname. They they were very popular, so everybody knew them. So no one they, from what I understand, um, they really didn't date outside of one another. So when you have kids, and they they had us, you know, young, 19, 20, uh, 19, 21, and 26. They had us very young. So that's all that you know. So you don't grow up thinking that your parent is going to pass away, you know, at an early age to the point that that other parent has to find a companion or want a companion. Like you would think they would be old and they would just kind of like set in their ways and they just want to relax and retire to Florida like mm-hmm. everybody else. So I think it's I think it's more of like a mindset. So my mom is she is I would say entertaining. I don't think that she is totally dating dating per Your se. Mom knocking boots. Yeah, my mom. Listen, do not <laughs> I'm about to throw up right here. No. My mama is not knocking no boots. She knocking boots. <laughs> No, but she is um entertaining a guy. And my brother and sister, they just they just do not agree with it. Man, go sit down somewhere. Yeah, but I think it's more, and you have to understand too, like because she hasn't dated in a very long time the dating scene is rough so you really have to pay attention to who you let in your space and that and that their intentions are pure especially you it's very difficult having you watch your parent date and you don't know that person that they're dating they know them so you really have to know that they can make their decisions for them because they are grown but the thing is is that are they naive to the dating scene because they've been out of it for such a long time like are they going to get bamboozled are they going to be swayed or smooth just because they say oh you look good and you know what i'm saying like that's i just don't want her to be naive to the point that she falls into being stupid and then getting her feelings hurt down the line i think that's that's for me my brother and sister, okay. they just don't like them. They just don't want her to date right now. But me, I'm like, no, I think that you should because you are still in your early 60s. So I know that you need that companion, but I just want you to be careful. It's so there's me. there's two things going on here. There's, there's, mm-hmm. there's one, whether or not uh, she should be dating. Right. And then the other one is, are you being critical of the people that she's attempting to date mm-hmm. so and it seems like you and your siblings are on two different spectrums yes very much so, so. Like your, your siblings are like they don't want her dating at all yes and you're like you're just being critical and make sure she don't get bamboozled right which i can i can attest to i can i can go with that you don't want her to get bamboozled you don't want her to get out there and some guy you know take her for whatever she got you know and he wants to sit around and just live under her. Yeah, so I can, we're not having that. I can get I can get that. I can get that. You want to be protective of that. I can get that. But at the same time, you got to let her have her little bit of a space so she can 
in some instance, try to figure it out on her own as well. And that's what she says. Let her try to figure this thing out on her own. So when she when she does find the right person, though, she can get out there like genuine and ride that pony. You know what? We're not going to do this <laughs> on this Good Friday. We will not be participating <laughs> in these types of thoughts. Because... I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it with you today. I'm, I'm not doing this. So put it like this. Let's, let's put it like this. Now, you and, you and your significant other, y'all break up. Mm-hmm. Year, two years go by, you come across some other guy. Mm-hmm. And your daughter said that she don't like him. Right. She don't like him, but you you are, you head over heels for this guy. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do in that scenario? Are you going to oblige your daughter and be like, okay, I'll stop dating him? Or are you going to tell her, go sit her ass down in the room somewhere? I think I may go tell her to go sit her ass down. <laughs> and I'll tell you this. Because, but I mean, in so many words, but I need her to tell me why, you know what I'm saying? It's more of the whys like behind it, because I think I'm a, I'm a good judge of character um, of people. Not saying that I don't think I'm ever going to get bamboozled or, you know, like mm-hmm. anything's possible, but, you know, I think happiness is very important i see a lot of kids that just cannot handle their their parent dating anyone else because they want that relationship they want both parents in the household like i get it i have both parents in the household so um i get it and it is like a transition right so that's that's just really like a sticky 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 situation for a person to be in because you just feel like you're tugged in two different directions. So would it be any different if it was your father that was the widow? Oh, ain't no hoe coming. Uh-uh. Ain't no hoe coming. Oh, Lord. Not with my daddy. Uh-uh. Oh, Lord. Uh-uh. Because she probably going to try and take his money. She probably going to be a sugar. He probably going to be a sugar daddy everything. Uh-uh. I just can't. I just can't. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's, it would be difficult for for either or for to be honest for either parent. Yeah. Well, you so you trying to tell me your daddy, if he's let's say 62, 63 years old, and he's alone, and he still got his swagger, like the Isaac brothers, <laughs> you trying to tell me he can't go out there and get him another sixty year old thought. He can he can give him a six year old thought. He just can't give a thirty year old thought. He can give a six year old, yeah. But if he brings somebody, yeah. if he brings somebody back that's forty five, you you're not gonna like that. Mm-mm. Oh my stars! Because you know nah, when, you, when the men get to that age, you know they're like, mm, give me a young one now. Mm-mm. Give nope. me a tenderoni. And that's the one I'm gonna have to tell him to sit his ass down and uh, let's reevaluate some things. Because yeah. I mean, I know plenty. I know a lot of my friends whose parents are separated and they're, you know, they are or have dated and they look good. Like they're in their 60s, but, you know, they, they got that swag and they, they go out and they, you know, they really enjoy life. So, right. Um, it's not unheard of. I just think that it's a difficult 
situation. So it's one of those things I would definitely have to play by ear. But the the situation with my mom is more for the vulnerability, like her being vulnerable, her being a woman, you know, my dad, you know, or men, they can probably protect themselves a little bit more, but you know, like for heartbreak, I'm saying. What is your mom's intention? Is she just looking for somebody just to just to date or is she looking for a significant other? This is more of a companion. She says she's never going to remarry, which I knew that anyway. She's mm-hmm. never going to remarry. So this is just one of those people that, you know, you spend the remaining of your, your years with. Like you, there's there's a commitment, but there's no maritable, 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 maritable commitment. Like there's just. Is that know, what she wants? Huh? So that's what she wants. She wants someone who she's going to you know, spend her, her last days with. Yeah, she wants a companion. Now, right now, it's not like she's moving like in, in her mind when she's dating. She's not dating anyone like saying, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with him. She's dating right now just to get her feet wet a little bit because she hasn't been out of the dating game for such a long time and just to meet new people and just to have new experiences, which is fine. Um, so are your siblings like sitting back and they're being grumpy or are they actually trying to interfere and stop it? No, they're not interfering. My brother does not. I mean, he's like further away. So he gets kind of like the back end. Like <clears throat> my sister will report it to him, but you always, it's always <laughs> how someone. She reports more. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's how someone presents the situation to you is how you really going to react. So she puts it in like a negative light. So he already mm. is, you know. Is, is not really down for it. And plus the guy has already been married, I think like two or three times. So to us, now that's a red flag for me. Um, so, really? yeah. So, I mean. So what if it was just a, what if your parents was just divorced mm-hmm. versus one of them passing away and the divorce was just that they just no longer got along and they just grew apart. Mm-hmm. Then if they both were dating others, would that be an issue for you? You know what? I don't think it'll be an issue for me if they were both dating at the same time. Um, I think it's more of an issue because one is not here. So right. when one's not here, it's almost like... <gasps> You cheat on my daddy. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, yeah. that's how my, you know, my siblings are are thinking about it. Not that, you know, he's here and he's just doing their own thing and they just had like a a breakup because they just can't get along. That's something different. Like let them be happy. Um <laughs> and then I would I would still think that if if my dad was here, he would still be, you know, if he he's seen somebody or the guy, he, he was like a little shiftier, you know. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that he would step in and advise my mom you know what I'm saying so that protection would still be there but it's just a weird situation because you never think that you're actually going to be in these types of things so it's just weird yeah just be weary if you see that guy comes through the house he got a pink suit on or something like that listen then you know then I know or a pinky ring I can't do no pinky ring yeah pinky pimps, ring pimps do have pinky rings or if you get uh, church shoes on with shorts 
That's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. He's a pimp. He's a pimp. He's a pimp. (laughs) (laughs) He's so ignorant. (laughs) He's a pimp. He is a pimp. So, So, yeah. Lord have mercy. Okay. Anywho. Topics today. Crazy topics. I'm tired of being in the hot seat, though. I am tired of being in the hot seat. Well. Episode. Ooh. I'm coming with it. I'm going to get all the tea. I'm going to get all the tea from you. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be something in there. Uh-huh. It's gonna be something to talk about. Something to talk about. So I want uh make sure you guys continue to support, continue to listen. Please, please, please. Definitely appreciate you all out there. Looking looking forward to the next episode, kind of having a ball with these discussions. Hopefully somebody can bring up some more, some uh, more topics, anything they want to talk about, you know. Be love be nice to hear some of the um, insight from someone else. Whatever they yes, want to throw out there for us to just attack and see what we want to give, see see us give our opinion on it. You know, you may not like it, you may like it, but that's what we <laughs> that's what we're here for. I know y'all definitely may not like what I got to say, but I'm sorry. Just I'm be a, a neutral. <laughs> yep, there you go. You're just gonna be a neutral neutral party. We're gonna tell you how T.I.E. is. Just tell, just tell you how it is. We'll help you out though. Definitely help you out. <laughs> <laughs> you're up definitely <laughs> you're up so uh thanks everybody for listening and uh we'll see you guys next time peace thank you all so much for tuning in to the lobby you can get in contact with us at the lobbypodcast.com or anywhere you stream your favorite podcast Please leave comments, questions, or a topic you want us to discuss on our next episode. Till next time, peace, and we love you.